Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we got three hours of fun, excitement, enlightenment, inspiration, education, information, all of that good stuff. So keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. Let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, man? How are you? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard, on this Trash Talking Tuesday and a beautiful day in Los Angeles and uh, ready to go, man. So much to talk about, and uh, the clock keeps ticking. Yeah, it does, and it is a Trash Talking Tuesday. As you said in the third hour of the show, you, the listeners, will be able to call in and trash anyone or anything in the world of sports. You get about 30 to 40 seconds. That's uh, about 640 Pacific, 940 Eastern, so get your takes ready. Rob, who did you trash today on Deadspin.com? We didn't uh, we didn't trash again because of the holiday because the editors have Monday was a holiday. So the trashing has to go in on Monday. So another week where the holiday derailed trash talking. Do you me. have in mind who you would trash? I had a few in mind. Um, but, uh, you know, once they, yeah, once they told me I couldn't do it, kind of I like put it in the back burner. So I, I you'll save them for the future. Yes. yes. So okay. We, have, we got, but but we, there's plenty of people out there. So I'm sure people will have good ones, Chris. As you know, the last few weeks have been great. People yep. have come with it. So yeah, we'll be ready for that in the third hour. Absolutely. We got Ephraim Salon, friend of the show, former NFL offensive lineman, and a weekend host right here on Fox Sports Radio, joining us at the bottom of the hour. The Odd Couple Crew, DJ Alex Tyshirt, off again. But in his place, the heavy one, Don Brown. What up, man? What's going on, guys? Happy New Year to see you. Happy New Year, my man. Happy New Year. And we got Bo Benson in for Rob G. You always talking about me being on vacation, Rob. Not like like, uh, Alex and Rob G. Rob G says he's worked here for 10 years, 12 years. I don't know. I mean, he's got all his time off. Yeah. I, I'm not mad at him if they take it if they if they take his time off and they pay him, you know. I just have to be the glue of the show. Like there's got to be somebody who holds the show together. Because as a listener, Chris, the worst thing you could have is you turn on your favorite show, and the people you want to hear aren't on. Well, but no, the listener understands. People take no, vacations. I, I'm there's saying there's not a there's not a radio host in the country, including you. 
No, that I'm doesn't not take say, vacation. I'm not saying that. But so get off be, your high horse. No, I'm on my high horse. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the last time I was on my high horse? That's right. We were back in the studio eight years ago. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, that's about, you're right. That about seems like, that. That's what it seems like, right? Man, we haven't been in the studio. Oh, God. Well, since the pandemic. Even yeah. before, because you were on the Golden Girls cruise and came back and went right into quarantine and That's had right. an attitude about it. That's right. Was mad at everybody. Nothing- Y'all don't know. We 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 disguised it well on the show, but behind the scenes, Rob Parker had his panties in a bunch. No, they were double bunched. They were double bunched. <laughs> My goodness. All right. We got uh who's on the update today? Ralph Irvin. Ralph Irvin. All right. Ralph is always fun to be with. Okay, Rob, let's get right to it. You brought up last night, it was at our last segment of the show, actually, and you brought up that you think Jim Harbaugh should, should, not could, should go back to the NFL. Now's the perfect time. And there was a story written by Bruce Feldman, a former colleague of ours. Uh, I worked with Bruce both at the old network, ESPN, the magazine, and and now he was at Fox for a little while with us and, as well. And he's broken good stories. College you know football. I mean, oh, yeah, right. good college, oh, yeah, good college, great fo- college football reporter. But, Rob, you know this. You read the story. I'm, it's fine. It's a good story. It's a speculative story, though. It's not really like somebody coming out and saying Jim Harbaugh is going back to the NFL or even Jim Harbaugh is considering going back to the NFL. It's kind of like an opinion piece, a column, and the one source that they have says this, I think it's real. So, you have high standards. You know this isn't breaking news. It's just speculation and uh, speculation that I imagine you are in line with. No doubt about it, Chris. All I'm going to do is this. Hello? Is this on? Jim Harbaugh, if you can hear the sound of my voice, run for the hills. <laughs> Get out of Ann Arbor. While you still have your name and your street cred. It was just a year ago that they cut your pay, they soiled your name, and no one in the NFL would even pick up the phone to talk to you. You were toxic. Your job at Michigan is done. Do not play yourself. Those easy-to-please fans in Ann Arbor are happy. They just want to be relevant. They just want to play in a big game. They think you're the king again. Don't lose that feeling, Jim Harbaugh. I and you a pair of uh, khakis. (laughs) Fill up the station wagon, grab the kids and the wife, and hightail it. You know why? You can't win at Michigan. Bo couldn't win the national championship at that place. I don't care how pretty your helmets are and how many kids go into the NFL from Michigan. When it comes to national championship, Michigan can't win. They have one split championship. It ain't even a real one. That's all Michigan has ever won. And this year, you got your comeuppance. Georgia embarrassed you. 
Turned your team, turned your team to Maze and Poo. Did you smell that? I'm the Poo Poo King. You can only disappoint from this point on. Trust me. Ohio State will be back for that ass next season. <laughs> Face it. <laughs> you can only go down at Michigan. They will say Jim could never win the big one. That's not what you want. This has been a public service announcement to Jim Harbaugh. Heed my warnings, mister. That was nice. Not all that true, but nice. <laughs> um, look, Jim Harbaugh, do what you want to do. From my viewpoint, you should leave Michigan under one circumstance only. And that is if they refuse to pay you what you're worth. If they don't rip up your contract extension, he's got the extension route through 2025, okay? Uh, And pay you back in line with what you were being paid before, if not more. Because, Rob, we say it all the time, you're worth what somebody's willing to pay you. Always. And if somebody in the NFL, Chicago, Las Vegas, Denver, Whoever, any team with a coaching vacancy, if they're willing to pay him eight, nine, ten million dollars a year, Jacksonville, then Michigan's got to ante up. Unless he just wants to be there, you know, he obviously has the history with Michigan. But you did take a pay cut, Rob. He took half of his pay, and rightly nope. so. He was being He's paid eight million dollars a, a year, Chris. And last year they cut him to four. Chris, if he wasn't Jim Harbaugh, who played for Bo, who was a, a quarterback hero at that school, anybody else would have been dumped last year, except well, Jim Harbaugh. Perhaps. Last year. Because here's the thing. He, he was not living up to the contract, and he wasn't living up to the expectations of what they expected when he got the job. But he was doing a, a solid job. He had returned them to national relevance. They had been ranked in the top 15 more than they had in recent memory under him. So he he didn't deserve, I you know, I said this all along, Rob. Rob, he didn't deserve to be fired. He just didn't deserve to be a top five paid coach either. And that's what that was what they corrected. Now, you probably got to correct it again. Because he went from 8 million to 4 million. Good on him. He could have been prideful. I'm sure he's got enough money where he could have been like, nah, Forget you. I won't coach at all. But he swallowed his pride. He hired some new assistants. According to players and other reporters, he changed his ways to some degree, started listening more to players and assistant coaches, and he did a fantastic job. He was AP College Coach of the Year, got them into the playoff. They'll be ranked in the Final Four, probably number three when it's all said and done. But here's my thing, Rob. The job is not done. And I get it. You're right. And I've said this all all under his tenure. Michigan hasn't won national championships, right? Last one was 97, and that was mythical and shared, correct? Right. Right. It's a mythical championship. That's the only one they have, Chris. Right. 
So and yeah, Bo Schembechler, the legend, never won a national championship. So that was, you know, Harbaugh got him back to being a top 10, 12 program in the country. But Rob, getting to the playoff one year, does that restore everything? I mean, Michigan State got to the playoff in what, 2016, 2017? Nobody looks at them as a powerhouse program. So what I think the job for Jim Harbaugh to do is make Michigan a powerhouse program, not just a top 10 program. And I'm not even saying you got to win the national championship. It'd be nice. Maybe this will help you recruit. You send enough players to the NFL. That's for darn sure. You got to get a quarterback. One thing, Rob, he, he has not been able to get him a quarterback. He's a quarterback whisperer, I thought. Well, he needs to start screaming then because the whispering's not working. If he can get the quarterback position solidified, he's got talent elsewhere. But, Rob, how about making them a mainstay in the college football playoff conversation? How about in the next four years getting them there two more times? At least. Like, that's what... That is when the job would be done, Rob. One year the job's not done. Heck, Cincinnati's in the freaking playoff. You think anybody's looking at them as a national power? Luke Fickle did a great job. He'll probably be out of there in short order. But no, I mean, this is nice. It was a great year. You deserve all the accolades. You deserve a raise. But you're not walking out of there like, Mike Tyson circa 1987. You're not walking out of there like Nick Saban. You're not walking out of there like Bill Belichick. You still got work to do. Why go to the Bears, to the Raiders, to the Broncos, to the Jaguars? Where you might not win a dang thing. You got something. You came there to build it. Now you build it. Now sustain it. That's what I'm calling on him to do, Rob Parker. He still got work to do. You talking about run, like tuck your tail and run. You're, you're calling him a coward. You're calling for him to be cowardly. You run. can't win, Jim. Run for the hills. Run, Jim, run. Run, Forrest, run. Run, Jim, run. What if he loses in the NFL? What if he, I mean, he, he won't already went Urban to the Meyer, Super Bowl in the NFL. Has, what if he's he has had no success? success? Yeah, but what, that don't mean he's going to do it this time. Yeah, get out of Dodge when you can before they come to, the, to string you up. Get out of Dodge. Hey, they. I think they're going to give him a pay raise. All right, 877-99 on Fox. You're turning away, and you've heard from Rob, you've heard from me. Should Jim Harbaugh stay in Michigan in college, or should he go to the NFL? Should it beckon? You'll turn away in with the Odd Couple, 877-99 on Fox. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris Broussard. He is Rob Parker. And we are live from the Fox Sports 
Radio Studios. And uh, you can follow Rob and me on social media. I am at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on Instagram. Can I give you a Twitter address? No. Wow. Just leave it at that. Just leave it at that for salty. now. You just hate on always Jalen salty. Hurts. Come on, man. What, what, right what, what part ripping. don't you get? Planners on line one. I mean, I, I am a little offended though, Rob. What? Because I bought you a Christmas gift years ago. Was it Christmas or your what, birthday? The hobo? One of them. Yeah, I, ha- I bought I you a it. hat that said Hibbold on it, hating his brother of all time. You and if I'm right and I'm ripping, and I've never seen you wear it out. Never. Look at you digging in your toy box. It's at the bottom of your toy box. And now you're trying to get it out. Yeah, go. you're searching for it. Way down there with the stuff you never take out, you what? never use. You can't even find it. It I, wasn't even yeah, in there. Yeah, I got it. Hold on, hold on. I do have No, it. no, no. It's not that oh. important. I need you for the show. All right, I, I, let me read this read while Rob uh, looks for the gift that he threw away. All right, we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities. You, you hear us talk about it all the time, Las Vegas. The greatest arena on earth. Every game, every match, every race, every competition. It is always on. No one does sports like Vegas, and the excitement, guys, is endless. So make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. I, I, I was proven right. No, I haven't. I, I just you are I, you the hatingest brother of all time. You hated my gift, so you threw it away. Not at all. I have what I was going to bring up is it says if you're writing, you're ripping. If I'm that's writing, right. I'm ripping. So and I thought God it'd be the knows, perfect gift case. For you. Matter of fact, I'm writing a column about Harbaugh tomorrow for Deadspin. So. And you're gonna rip him? Yeah. How? That he should. He should. Yeah, but I mean, you're gonna say he should go to the NFL, but no, no, I, him? It's, it's basically that he should go to the NFL. Like his work is done. At he Michigan, should run, even though you disagree with me. It ain't done. It, it ain't done. The goal wasn't to make the playoff one time. The goal was to make the playoff regularly. No, no, no. That's Beat it. Ohio at Michigan State regularly. You know that Michigan, they're happy. They're like a pig in slop. Well, they should be happy, but we got work to do. All right, anyway, let's let's stay in the Midwest, though, Rob. Last night, a big to-do in Pittsburgh, Heinz Field. It was Ben Roethlisberger's last home game, most likely. I mean, I, I see no way they're bringing him back. I don't even care if they can't find a replacement. Can't bring back Big Ben. But... You know who else's last game it was, at least for this season, was Baker Mayfield's. And Rob Baker struggled mightily. They both were bad. Check this out. Check this line out for Big Ben. Rob, he was 24 for 46. Okay, that's barely over 50%. That's horrendous. But that ain't nothing. Wait till you hear how many yards he threw for. 123. That's on 46 46 throws. attempts. 2.7 yards per throw, 123 yards, one TD, one interception. But here's Baker's line, 16 for 38. Two touchdowns, two picks. He was sacked nine times. We know Baker's been banged up all year, and he's got the torn labrum in his off shoulder, not his throwing shoulder, his off shoulder. So he played through it. But, Rob, it came out today. He's going to have surgery immediately, and – he is going to miss the season finale, which he should. Let's keep it real. Um, here's what I want to throw at you, Rob. 
should the Cleveland Browns move on? Like, should they, this have been Baker Mayfield's last game with the Browns? He was a number one pick in the draft. They passed up Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. That's got to hurt. Um, but anyway, they're, they, they're strapped with Baker. And uh, should they just get rid of him, Rob, or should they bring him back? They should be, the Cleveland Browns should be ashamed of themselves. Wow. Of what they put Baker Mayfield through. And I'm not saying he's the second coming of anybody or he's the greatest quarterback since sliced bread. But, Chris, this guy has tried to play through injuries all year for them. And I think it's wrong for people to pile on this guy who last year played relatively well. Just, no, I should take that out. He played well for them. They won 11 games. They, they went to the playoffs. There's no denying that, Chris. He played well. They won a playoff game against their arch rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers, blew them out, came back this year. Uh, didn't get the contract. I get that if they wanted to wait longer, but he played well enough that they could have. And he could have. I know it's not the throwing shoulder, but he's still wait, an injury and well other stuff that's that going he on. He could have gotten the contract? No, no, no. I'm talking about last year they could have if they wanted to, if they really had, if they really wanted to re-up them after yeah, nah, winning okay. a playoff game. I'm just saying they could okay. have if they wanted to. Okay. They asked this guy to go out there and, and grit it out and fight through it and try for your team because, you know, coming into the season, listen to all the NFL analysts. They had a Super Bowl roster, so he was trying to make it work. Uh, and trying to stay in there. Isaiah Thomas did it in Boston, came back early from the uh, from an injury to play for the Celtics. Guess what that got him? Home dinner and a show and no $100 million contract. In fact, he hadn't been paid since by anybody in the NBA except for 10-day contracts. That's why, Baker Mayfield, you don't play hurt. You don't do it, especially when you haven't gotten your contract. They pimped you. The Cleveland Browns pimped you, Baker Mayfield. They will use you as a scapegoat. They will use you and say, look, he can't play, you see? Oh, you know, all right, Baker's garbage. He's terrible. Boy, how people have forgotten about a year ago. It was just a year ago they had 11 wins, and people were were hemming and hawing and saying, oh, my God, wait till Odell's back next year. Wait till they get a couple other people back. This team's going to be unbelievable. They want a playoff game without their head coach. Nobody was ripping Baker a year ago. And you know what? When they played the Chiefs, they were in that game, Chris, for three and a half quarters. They didn't get run off the field. And now he's the worst of the worst. He's a plague. He's a name a bad quarterback. That's who he is. He's dog food for the dog pound. It ain't right. Baker Mayfield wasn't right most of the year. Let's just be honest. And it's fair to judge him on on how he played and played through injury. Anybody who will sit here and act like he was completely healthy and played this poorly is misleading you and giving you a false narrative. If you hear that on any other show, don't listen to it. Turn the station. Go listen to old reruns of Jim Rome. It ain't worth it. 
Jim Rome's name comes out of your mouth a lot. <laughs> what is up with you and Jim Rome? Because I'm always trying to think of irrelevant radio shows. So it's the first one. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Here, look, uh, enough. All right. You said before the break, I was always Mr. Kumbaya. Who's Kumbaya now? <laughs> Oh, Baker! Baker was injured! Baker had a boo-boo! Baker wasn't feeling right! Baker had aches and pains! How in the world did he go out there and play? Rob Parker is tackle football! It ain't touch! It ain't flag! It ain't seven on seven! This is real deal. Hit or be hit. I'm trying to take you out, lay you out. Tough man football. That's what it is. Baker Mayfield's not the only guy that was playing hurt. Heck, most of the players out there are hurt. But you fight through it. Ezekiel Elliott, he's got a knee injury. He's playing through it. Tom Brady played all of last season on a torn MCL. Phillip Rivers once played on a torn ACL. And it looked like it. Okay. And you want us to sit here and cry crocodile tears for one Baker Mayfield? Stop it. Now I'll give you that Baker Mayfield does have, I'll call it an explanation for his poor play, at least to some degree. And that is that he was banged up. And that has to factor into the evaluation. Doesn't mean he shouldn't have played through it. But it just means that when we're evaluating him, we understand Baker wasn't right. He gave it his all. He showed that he's tough. He tried to... Get us into the playoffs, and he couldn't because he largely because he was hurt. So, Rob, my answer to the question is simply: Baker Mayfield should be back with the Cleveland Browns. I mean, yeah, if you can get Aaron Rodgers, but that's a pipe dream. Oh, I mean, yeah, if you can get Russell Wilson, but that's a pipe dream. Uh, yeah, if you can get Deshaun Watson, but that's a pipe dream. Don't give up Baker for some. Quarterback on the same level, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, even if they're a little better. Jameis Winston, having a nice little year with uh, New Orleans till he got hurt, but he really isn't, Rob, any that much more proven than Baker. So my this is what I do. If I'm the Browns, I bring him back. I'm only paying him $18 million next year. Bring it back on a prove-it year. Get him healthy in the offseason. And Baker, let's see what you got. That's it. It's as simple as that. Because, Rob, here's the thing. You said it. Baker Mayfield did win the first playoff game since Cleveland returned to Cleveland, Rob. Remember, that's remember, the Cleveland a lot of people might not remember. Team. They were gone. Yeah. Right. They, the Cleveland Browns are the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Yes. That's right. And then they put an expansion team in Cleveland. And thankfully, and I think rightfully, Rob, let them have the Browns history, right? Name, history, uniforms, everything. But they hadn't won a playoff game until Baker Mayfield got there. They went back in 1999. 
They hadn't been to the playoffs in 18 years, as Rob said. Rob, they had had 29 starting quarterbacks since they returned to Cleveland in 99. That's ridiculous. Absolutely Baker Mayfield, as, as, as crazy as his tenure's been to some degree, he's brought some stability. So I'm with and, you on and that, success. Rob. You bring him, yeah, right. You got it. And success. There's no doubt about it. Now, we're not saying he's Aaron Rodgers. We're not saying he's even Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. But I do think, Rob, he's a quarterback you can win with. And bottom line, even if he isn't, I we don't know that he isn't yet. Because to your point, he did play hurt. My only disagreement with you is that I think he should have played through it. If he could. And he could. And so, you know. But, yeah, I think they bring him back. All right. 877-99 on Fox. We want to hear from you on this. 877-996-6369. Simple question. Should the Cleveland Browns Bring back Baker Mayfield. You're turning away in with the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts we're live from the fox sports radio studios and as we do every week we welcome in the former nfl executive of the year now a fox sports radio nfl analyst our man randy mueller randy, randy. how are you doing great guys happy new year to you good to be back with you as yes, always happy yes, new sir. year to you definitely we were Thank just you. talking about whether or not the browns should bring back baker mayfield next season if you were running that team what would your approach be with him? It's been a topic of conversation, it seems like forever, right? I mean, right. I said last year, before the season even started, that they should bring in some competition, and I believe that more so now than ever before. They're committed to his $18 million for next year. I get it. They should be. Um, but it, it's all about options, and if you don't have a better option, that's what you're going to have to pay uh, to extend him. It's going to be twice that. So. Um, I, I would bring in somebody else. I would try to find some way to draft one as well. I, I was kind of surprised. You would bring me in somebody else's competition, or you would cut Baker and bring back in somebody else? Well, I'm not cutting him unless I can do better. So let me just say okay. that. So you've got to, you can't replace anybody until at least right. I wouldn't make a history of replacing somebody without right. uh, uh, having somebody in mind. So. Um, I'm not sold on Baker. I like everything about Baker except the fact that he's six foot tall, and I think vision is a problem. But I thought that at Oklahoma too. So I think they've got to look. Uh, they've got to give themselves options. They they can make a good deal with somebody if they can uh, just uh, set the criteria and set the bar a little higher. I think it's a good team. They're just being held back right now by at the quarterback position. 
There's a lot of pretty good quarterbacks that will be available. Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins yep. could be available. I mean, and I'm going to throw a name at – well, Jameis Winston. I'm going to throw another name at you, Randy. Tyler Huntley, who I know he's only played a few games, yep. but he's looked okay in Baltimore. Would you consider any of those guys or someone else on that level as an upgrade and go get them instead of Baker? I think it's a great call. I think Tyler Huntley has made himself some money. Where that ends up being, I don't know. Um, you're also dealing with a Derek Carr in Vegas that may or may not right. be free. Not to mention the, the big boys out there in, in Russell Wilson. I don't know that he'll be back in Seattle. And, and obviously Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is going to Cleveland. But I think these options are going to be available. There will be some guys that, that uh, are looking for jobs when the music stops. I think they've got to do everything they can and, and shake every branch that's out there. I just, I just don't think they're going to be good enough doing what they're doing. And I also think Kevin Stefanski's got to look at his offense, too. That, that offense doesn't scare anybody. And I, I can appreciate the running game. I can appreciate the play-action game. But they've got to find ways to spread the field and, and get some big play in that offense, or it's going to be a struggle no matter who's the quarterback. Randy, speaking of bad and ugly quarterback play, I mean, Big Ben, was it was atrocious last night. What was it, 2.7 yards of a, a, a throw, Chris? I mean, like, it set the stony. I mean, it was, it was just horrible to watch. But, I, you know, some people believe, and I know Bill Belichick uh, is one of them, that it it's, makes more sense to get rid of somebody a year too early than a year too late. I thought it was a mistake that they brought him back. Obviously, they didn't plan to have somebody in place. But this year has been bad. Did the Steelers do themselves a disservice because they're, you know, they're around 500 in the mix, and if they had a better quarterback, maybe they could be better. Did they make a mistake? Well, I think you hit it on the head. I don't think they made a mistake because they couldn't do any better. That was the problem. The options just weren't available. Where they picked in the draft, they were out of quarterbacks per se, and they weren't, there weren't any on the street that they could sign that would be better than Ben. So I also think there's a little feeling in that Mason Rudolph still has not exhausted uh, his chances there yet. So we'll see how that works out. But I guess the one problem I did have with bringing Ben back was they pushed a bunch of cap money into next year. And that's a, that's a, a credit card spending habit that I wouldn't do if right. I knew a guy was only going to be there one year. So that dives into their cap for next year. Maybe they just think they're going to have plenty of cap room, so it won't be a problem. But I hear you. I think it's hard sometimes to watch the same guys that have helped you win for years now yep. help you lose, and, and that's a tough one for, for a lot of fans to swallow. Randy, it looks like Derrick Henry will be back for the playoffs for Tennessee. What type of, like, how dangerous are they if he's back? And would you even go as far as to say, they're the favorites in the AFC. I mean, they could have the number one seed. Yeah, I, I, that's a great question, Chris. I don't know. I, I watch some Tennessee film, and, and I see two tight ends. I see three tight ends. I see downfield running, uh, downhill running attack between the tackles. And, and obviously we know Derrick Henry is really good, right? But they also can only play a certain way. And as long as they have the lead and they're ahead of the sticks, I think they're fine. But it's just a team that I don't really trust them if they get behind to put it in the hands of Tannehill at quarterback. So I, I, I'm a little hesitant. I know they're the number one seed right now, but they're limited in big playability. And, and I just in, in the playoffs, when they match up against teams like Kansas City, even like Buffalo, 
I don't know if I'm ready to drink the Kool-Aid of, of a straight downhill running game that's going to make a, a, a long way in, in the playoffs. Randy, let, let me ask you, you talked about uh, Kansas City. How shocked were you that they looked at like that game was in hand 28-14 and they scored three points in the second half. Their defense got torched for almost 500 yards. Was that a rude awakening that looked like the bad Kansas City we saw in the middle of the year or that defense? And a lot was on the line. I mean, they lost to Tennessee, the uh, top spot in the AFC. How shocking was that second half for you? It was definitely a, a big red flag, and we thought we had put the defense to bed, right? We thought they had fixed some of that. But the, the strategy, uh, the design on their defense really concerns me. They're playing a lot of man-to-man coverage with guys that can't cover man-to-man, and especially right. the, the fault of not being able to play the ball. Those corners really struggle to, to identify and find the ball once it got there, and those are fatal flaws in my book. If you can't play the ball, it's hard to play in this league. So, yeah, I, I, was, I was struck by the fact that they let Chase, you know, run free as much as he was. That was crazy, um, Randy. Yeah, if you were the I GM of that team watching that, you wouldn't call down to the defensive coordinator and say, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I didn't like the scheme. I didn't like what they did. And, and, hey, the only thing I can think of is they may play them again, and they're going to be able to use a complete different tactic because everything they used won't work. So um, they, they know that now. And, and it wouldn't surprise me if those two teams played again in the playoffs. But, yeah, I was disappointed in it. I know Spagnola's been around a long time, but I'm just a little nervous about the defense. I don't see much up front I, other than Chris Jones. I don't see Frank Clark rushing the passer with any consistency. And we had these same concerns early in the season. So I think it's uh, back to the drawing board for the Chiefs defense. What about Tampa Bay without, obviously, Chris Godwin, but also yeah. now Antonio Brown? Do you think they have the receiving core uh, that Brady needs to you know, be able to contend for that NFC title? I really struggle with it. I, I really don't. I don't think they have the options that they've had in the past. Obviously, we know the receivers aren't going to be as good. Um, I struggle with where Tampa is right now. I just think timing is, is bad for them. The injuries have, have added up a little bit. Um, you know, Last year, they went through a whole season and had to deal with none of this adversity, and they've had plenty of it to, to share around the, the whole uh, roster this year with injuries and now the A-B stuff. And I just don't like where they're at right now, so I have a concern for them. Um, I guess Tom Brady will – will solve everything, but, you know, I don't know. I, I just I think Green Bay I feel better about. I actually feel better about Dallas at times, too, and I feel mm. better about the Rams. So I think the Buccaneers are, are, uh, are, are fighting an uphill battle to, to get back to the not only the Super Bowl, but even to the NFC Championship game. Randy, yes or no answer? A- Antonio Brown has played his last game in the NFL. Yes, he has played his last game. We agree. All right. All right. Thank you. That's our man, Randy Mueller, former NFL Executive of the Year. Thanks, Randy. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week.